WTAW News Time is four minutes after eight. It's 71 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Aggieland Golf Cars, your independent authorized club car dealer. Golf cars aren't just for golf anymore. Customize your club car to fit your needs at Aggieland Golf Cars on Highway 30. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. DPS continues to investigate a three-vehicle fatality crash over the weekend that left one person dead. According to DPS, the crash happened Saturday night on Highway 30, just south of College Station. A westbound car attempted to pass another vehicle when it sideswiped a Jeep. The car went into a side skid and was struck by another vehicle. The driver of the car, 21-year-old Marissa Minor of Bryan, died at the scene. The driver and a passenger in the Jeep were not injured. The driver of the third vehicle and three minor passengers were transported to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. A Brian man is sentenced to 12 years in prison after pleading guilty to burglary of a habitation in March of last year. According to the Brazos County District Attorney's Office, 44-year-old Celso Sefuentes III broke into a stranger's home and stole multiple items, including electronics, personal documents, and jewelry. Surveillance video showed Sefuentes' vehicle circling the block before pulling into the victim's driveway when she left her home. The stolen items were found later that day in Sefuentes' vehicle. Sefuentes' criminal history includes two prior convictions of burglary of a habitation armed robbery and assault family violence. There is not a playbook for school districts on how to deal with a multi-year pandemic. Brian ISD Superintendent Ginger Carabine during a visit on our show says the first thing they did was look at their assessment data to see where the students were. You have to know their abilities so you can inform the decisions you need to make for instruction and intervention as well as enrichment. So um, I believe the, the most critical player in all that is the classroom teacher. So we're doing everything that we can to equip them with the, 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 the professional learning opportunities to meet the needs of these students. Carabine says she continues to read articles and research the impact of the pandemic, and they're saying it could take years to close the instructional gap. I think there's a lot of work to do, and I don't think that any one group of people can do it. I think it's going to take a concerted effort, so we're working as we speak to plan for things next year. Carabine says they have to invest in their staff, embrace their parent partnerships, and they need the community's support. The Brazos Valley Food Bank releases their annual report from July 2020 through June 2021. Compared to the year before, there were 34% fewer volunteers and fewer hours. Executive Director Teresa Mangapura says that's due to COVID safety protocols. We just recently lifted our COVID mask mandate and our social distancing mandate. So we really didn't have the capacity during the first year of the pandemic or the second, which is this one's covering, to really have as many volunteers volunteers as we did before the pandemic. But we're getting back to that now, so I look forward to seeing how that number changes next year. According to the annual report, there were 22% more donors in FY21 than the year before and a slight increase in pounds of food sourced. A reminder, tomorrow is the Food Bank's Mingle for Meals fundraiser at the Hilton. 10 fast-paced talks about 10 local needs across three stages. Visit bvfb.org for more information and to purchase tickets. WTAW news time is eight minutes after eight. It's 71 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Aggieland Golf Cars. More news at 830 or anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620 94.5 WTAW. Hey, good morning. It's the Infomaniacs. It's a Wednesday. Glad you're with us. Let's check weather brought to you by Shipwreck Grill. Proudly serving crawfish Tuesday through Saturday starting at 6 p.m. Stop in and see Wade, Mary and the crew at Shipwreck Grill. Only the best crawfish in the Brazos Valley.
Plenty of sunshine across the region today. Breezy with a high in the middle to upper 70s. Clear and cool tonight, low in the middle 40s. More sunshine on Thursday. Breezy again, high in the middle 70s. Clear skies Thursday night, lows dropping back to the middle 40s. And mostly sunny skies on Friday. Breezy again, high temperatures getting back into the middle 70s. I'm meteorologist Scott Kaplan, 1620-945 WTAW. What's the wildest thing you've done for your kid or kids? You yeah. can let us know about that today. 979-695-1620. Most people, it has to do with travel, it like did. going going far distances. Yep. And um, I, I think that's probably was mine. You know, when I went to grad school, my dad driving up to New York with me uh, with the U-Haul yeah. attached to the truck. And then he got to fly back. But uh, but yeah, he definitely still had to go up there and help me unpack everything. I'm thinking of an instance where I went to a baseball game and we were playing at home. This was for high school, actually. And I, for some reason, had completely forgotten my cleats. I left Ooh, them at home. Mm-hmm. And so my mom... And, and I would have gotten in trouble, too, if the coach had found out that because I was I was supposed to play, you know, sure, so yeah. it's, it, oh, our catcher doesn't have his shoes on. So we were in the batting cages and my mom rolls up in her car. And we kind of did like a drive by. Oh, yeah. Where she throws them out the, yeah. <laughs> the window. I've had situations like that before, yeah. too. Yeah. Coach yeah. never found out. I mean, he would like make us run if we forgot our socks or something. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, cleats would have been a big deal. Forgetting yeah. things and then, uh, yeah, having to make that extra trip. So. Yeah. And, my, and my, my parents. Uh, rented an amusement park for me once. Whoa! Wow! Yeah, I've okay. told that story. Yeah, yeah. First grade. I don't remember that. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. wasn't quite like a Six Flags amusement no, park. No, no, no. Right. It was like it was like six rides that they had, mechanical rides that they had in the park, and so they yeah they rented the park out for a private party kind okay. of. Okay. Was it a big party? What? Yeah, Did you have a lot I, of kids I, over? I, well, I, see, that's the thing. Then there's peer pressure. Uh, you know, I had to invite. Like, you were the every... Pinterest kid before yeah. Pinterest existed. <laughs> okay, all right. Wow. I, I had to. I had to invite everybody in my class. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you got to do that, and you didn't have to. And Ooh, I don't know. birthday parties. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. I was quite spoiled what growing was, okay. up. What was your favorite ride there? Oh, I don't. You know, look. Uh, that was that was like sixty three years <laughs> remember, ago. Remember, Scott? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can still remember it when I see the pictures. I'm going, oh yeah, th- sure. Like, that I mean, kid, that... yeah, that kid's name was such and such. Okay, yeah. if I saw him today, I wouldn't recognize him from anything, but I knew who he was when we were all six years old. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, did they have like fair like yeah, food I mean, there? Yeah. I mean, they... no, no. I think we had to bring food, but they had uh, they had like a merry-go-round, a motorized merry-go-round thing, mm-hmm. and uh, a little roller coaster, and yeah. So it was, yeah, someone it was else fun. texted in. I. I brought in a small petting zoo for one of my boys on their birthday. Oh yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I go. mean, my for my twenty first, we rented out the top floor of Fitzwillies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my twenty first. It wasn't birthday. an open tab. I was going to say both cases but, did they have to no, clean up? No, but we but we yeah. did it. We did well. I mean, it was open tab for me, but yeah. uh, and, and we did provide food for my guests. Oh, that and, was you nice. Know, had the whole space, you know, for us. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, my twenty first birthday, my parents gave me a call and said, "Don't get in trouble." There said, you okay. go. <laughs> All right. Hey, so I found the. Cracker Jacks, Cracker Jill song. Oh, great. All right. Take me out to the ball game. Take this is Normani. Is that even her name? I don't know. No, no idea. Okay. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jill. Sounds a little seductive. No one can stop you <laughs> if you had the will to enter. Rule, rule for a girl's dream. We're adding our face to the
sounds a little like Mariah yeah. Carey. Yeah, she a little does. breathy. Normani. Yeah, okay. That's it. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Sounds, sounds like a fancy clothing line or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cracker Jill happening for you. I was All wondering right. how they were going to change it because, you know, Jack, I don't care if we ever get back. And yeah. then uh, sure. if you yeah. have the will, that's good. Hey, this date, 2000, just by the way, uh, the 2004, the University of Connecticut became the first school to win the NCAA Division I men's and women's basketball uh, title yes. in the same season. I remember that. That was pretty mm-hmm. amazing. That yeah. was pretty doggone amazing. Oh, and amazing. I think the, the men's team was in Houston. It, was it? Okay. Yeah, the yeah. men's tournament was yeah. in Houston. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what year was this again? That was uh, 2004. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking 2011. I yeah. want to say they may have done it then, too. The, yeah, 2011 was in right. Houston. Yep. So, yeah, okay, had, never mind. When they had Calhoun there as the head coach yeah. for the yep. men's, they were pretty dang good. Cool. Speaking of women, a Minnesota woman holds the uh, Guinness record for the largest collection of uh, Cal-related items and her collector, Cal collector's Museum. Oh, yeah, exactly. Has grown to twenty thousand pieces. Her name is Ruth Klossner, and her uh, home in Lafayette is now the Cal. Again, that's Lafayette, Minnesota. Didn't even know there was one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Cal Collectors Museum. A uh, collection of cow items include toys and statues and snow globes and pillows and clothing. And oh, my gosh. So many spots. I even bet. a chess set. Oh, and, and a wine decanting set. Who, oh, oh, very with nice. A cow? Who wouldn't want a cow-centric uh, wine, wine decanting yeah. So yeah. some people really love either roosters or cows. They like to put them in all their in their kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. yeah, that's very yeah, that's true. true. Hey, yep. caller, what's up? Hey, Scott, I wanted to touch on something you and Zach both said on this Cracker Jack deal. Uh, you, I agree with you in that I never thought of Cracker Jacks as gender specific. Right. And also the point Zach was going to, I sort of find it interesting they're making a big deal out of this when no one, including the government, all of a sudden can define woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Thank you. That. Uh, yeah, the new Supreme Court justice uh, uh, designate couldn't do that. I will say, I don't think they're necessarily saying Cracker Jack is wrong for being uh, unequal yeah, and, no, no, and, and no. not no, including women. That. They're just using the opportunity to celebrate women in sports. And Cracker Jack is a, a very famous snack that has to do with sports. And so they were just saying, hey, Jack and Jill, it's like a whole play on words. I, I don't think it's necessarily yeah. calling out the snack no, no. For, yeah. for being, you know, unequal. I don't, unequal. I don't have a problem with them doing it. Yeah. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. I mean, I mean, if people want to specifically buy it because of that. Yeah, we're not canceling Cracker Jack. Yeah. We're just adding to the family. Go for it. I don't care. The other thing that's so cool is because of Cracker Jack, you get people to eat stale popcorn. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, they. When, when's the last time they reinvented themselves? Yeah. Never. In yeah. 125 years. This nope. is the first time I've talked about Cracker Jack yes. in a long time. I can't imagine the process has changed very much at all. The way they right. package it has, certainly. But, you know, man. It's just, it's old popcorn that they've just poured sweet stuff <laughs> Aren't on. Aren't there like peanuts in yeah. it, too? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, it's got stuck in your teeth. Else. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chocked full of good calories. I'd rather have kettle corn. Yeah, mm. yeah, I understand. Well, but see, yeah, Hot, people fresh didn't know about corn. that back yeah. then. So, um, the collective freakout over TV spoilers has really kind of uh, crescendoed. In a new poll, 78% of people say it's a spoiler to say a character dies in the end. Well, yeah. Yeah. Which isn't yeah. surprising, okay? Yeah. Now, about half say that it's a spoiler if you generally say that there is a, a happy ending in the show. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, or, I can see that. Or that the ending was bad. Okay. 45% mm-hmm. think a spoiler is if you say something sad happens in a particular episode. Okay. 
And about as many say that you shouldn't say that an episode is the most devastating one of the series, like the mm. worst or the best oh, of the series. Yeah. Okay. But from there, it does get a little weird. Okay. 40% of the people say it as a spoiler to mention that something big happens in the episode. That's all you say. <laughs> something big happens. Well, you hope it does. Every episode, that's what you're hoping Aren't for, Aren't you right? watching for that? Right. right. And again, it's that's even big. You know, even going back to what you previously said, something sad. Well, that's very subjective. You mm-hmm. know, what some people think is sad or big or, you know, devastating. But saying, oh, did you catch what happened tonight? Yeah, it was huge. Really. I don't think that that's going to no. spoil it. That makes people want to watch it. But, right. I mean, a lot of spoilers come out on social media these days, and that's your own fault, right? Like, if you're on social media and you see a spoiler, you need to stay off of social media. Oh. At least for, like, 24 hours. I was going to say, I think there's, like, a time period. Okay, now, see, I don't know that there always is. Because, look, I didn't watch, for instance, The Wire mm-hmm. until it had been out for, I don't know, seven, eight years. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's fine, and, and it's not like an athletic event where you don't want to know the score. There are obviously places where there are chat rooms or blogs or whatever for shows. Just don't go there. Right. Just and don't go yeah, there. Yeah, and I, I think you're right. If it's a if it's a live show, uh-huh. like it, it airs at a specific time, uh, I think once that episode is over, people should be allowed to talk about it. Oh, that's Fair game. fine. Yeah. That's fine. Well, because that's, uh, yes. Because people do well, and the other thing is, and Netflix used to. They're not quite doing as much anymore. They used to drop an entire season. Uh-huh. They're not, they, they. That's where I feel like you have to be a little careful because yeah. if you binge an entire season of something in two days, not everybody's going to do that. And then you start talking about the the final episode. I'd be, I, I guess, I could be a little bit annoyed by you if I'm another viewer. But you know, Game of Thrones is obviously what comes to mind because yeah. that aired on Sunday nights, correct? And so a lot of people didn't watch or it dropped on Sunday nights, and so a lot of people didn't watch it because it came on a little bit later. It's Sunday night. Maybe they decided to to wait a couple of days and that was something people were getting really up in arms about when uh, Monday morning there's all of this talk about it on social media and again to be the old guy back in the day I mean that's what Monday was about there would be there would be some pretty big shows on on Sunday night and that would add to the collegial feeling in in the in the workplace because you'd talk about that oh yeah Steve watches that too right you'd have to be careful where you talked about it because these people over here may have seen it and these people physically over here may have seen it these over here may not or people would go out they, they would leave the room saying i don't want to hear about it okay but and not to but back in the day when were they going to catch up on that correct right well now well if they missed it they missed no, it no, they, oh well, they guess they VCR. could vcr right exactly they, then they, they could recorded catch it, it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They do that kind of yeah. stuff okay as long as they didn't you know record over like sure. something that they had I'm, not meant to i'm just saying i get really upset when people keep spoiling bridgerton for me oh they, they binged it and then they told me that whoever ends up with whoever else i was i was gonna say i think upsetting. we're i think we're seeing but but you make an actual actual point with when it's these seasons that people are binging yeah, in yeah. two or three days and someone else is actually just trying to watch it leisurely hey, uh, caller, that's where you're getting on. what's up yeah i don't know if uh, this is a spoiler alert but if anybody has seen the first episode of yellowstone i think tarantino wrote it oh you thought so why did you think that oh uh, it was it was a really action-packed adventure i 
That's one of the best ones I've seen from Yellowstone. So it drug you in, right? That was the whole idea. It hooked you, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. I hope it drags everybody in. That is so uh, cool. All right. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Scott was like, no thanks. Yeah, well, that, yeah. You know, I may watch it again. And look, I look, I, re- I did. I captured it, and then I just didn't go there. I just uh, needed to empty out my, my uh, TiVo for other yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. Hey, caller, what's that? What do you got? Speaking of Cracker Jacks, um, there's been some drivers out on the road today that obviously got their driver's license out of a box of Cracker Jacks. No, thank- oh, what, what, out there. What, in, what in particular? Anything in particular? Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh. No, oh, just generally. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying this weekend, good Ooh, luck to get you, Get ready. Uh, there's nobody out there now. It's there the roads are pretty are, now, but. Yeah. Once yeah. again, yes, as we mentioned yesterday, those people have brought a lot of money to our community. <laughs> be I, nice. I understand that they're going to be in the uh, right-hand lane needing to turn left three lanes over from where they are right now, and they're going to just dead stop right in the road. Are well, we... and not just Aggies. Like, you got to oh, remember, no. you've got, I, I don't know how well Kentucky travels, but that's who that's who baseball plays, right? Oh, okay. uh, LSU does travel well, and they're bringing their softball team in oh, okay. so you're gonna have yeah. and, and there's a track meet you're gonna have a lot of other out-of-towners that are for the other team so just remember that and, as well. yeah. and we've got the pbr rodeo at reed yep. arena uh, going on and it's parents weekend let's get wow and the yeah. white game so if, if you see a styrofoam if you see a styrofoam cooler strapped to the top of a truck they're from lsu so just be <laughs> nice to them It'll be, just be nice. Fine. To they them. won't be nice to you. So no, you'd be no, nice but to that's them. okay. But they are. They're bringing money into our community, and that's uh, and that's the deal. You know, it used to be that, and, and still, A and M showcases as many things as they possibly can this weekend because this is kind of like Meet the Teachers Night. You right. Know? You get to go and see that department or whatever, and all the things that they're doing and where your money's going. And so we're, you know, we're glad that they're all here. They'll break a lot of laws. They'll park where they shouldn't. <laughs> they won't turn right off a of university yep. onto Texas. Somebody needs to stand out there with a sign That's so you right. have your own lane. And we hope all the local restaurants do really, really oh, well. Yeah, yeah we do. Uh, tonight at 7 o'clock on ABC, I have no idea why. The Kardashians, mm-hmm. an ABC News special. That's because one of them got married. Yeah. But they had this Clo- scheduled or, no, before Courtney. that. Courtney, yeah. Mm-hmm. This was scheduled before that. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe it has nothing to do with the, how the, the wedding. La- how large is the group of people who are going, gosh, I need to know more about the Kardashians? I'm going to say it's actually pretty big, Scott. Really? That's yeah. our royal family, Explain Scott. Explain that to me. How is that? Because if you're I don't interested, know if we have enough time. No, but if you're interested, haven't you no. already gone well, and true. sourced that? True. Yeah. Yeah. Did somebody wake up Monday and go, you know, I hear about these Kardashians. It's time for me to dive into well, that I world. I was going to say, what does it have a more explanation of it what says, this particular special is going to be about? This special explores the family dynamic between the Kardashian women, the rise of Kardashian Inc., and how younger members of the family navigate fame differently. Hmm. <sighs> so, see, that doesn't sound like it's well, anything new. I mean, it's a catch-up. Yeah, I, and that's the thing is, I think the, the Keeping Up, the show, was based on their daily lives, yeah. right? And and it was supposed to look like it was, you know, as normal or just regular <laughs> day-to-day <laughs> stuff. This is kind of a a, a wrap-up situation this because seems- they, have, they have ended the show. Yeah. And I, I do think people are interested in how those children but- are going to grow up. Nothing about that family is normal. No, no, no. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying the the keeping
Keeping Up with the Kardashians was a quote-unquote reality TV show. It was just following them through their lives. This is more of a uh, a special edition inside look. Yeah, it seems like this needs to be on Netflix so that it's there and available all the time. Sure, and maybe it will be. That's that's right. Scott can watch it at his own leisure. Sure, so tonight is 7 o'clock, and that way if you want to talk about it on social media afterwards, (laughs) you can. WTAW News time is 8.32. It's 72 degrees. This Look at News is brought to you by Legacy Suites and Solutions. Office space for your growing business. Voted best collaborative workspace in the Brazos Valley. Visit LegacyExecutiveSuites.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. It could take years to close the instructional gap that students have experienced because of the pandemic. That's according to research being done by Brian ISD's new superintendent, Ginger Carabine. Some are comparing it to the year of Katrina in New Orleans when so many kids had to leave the city and uh, enroll in other school districts across the state. Uh, and that was a moment in time, if you will, because they, they had some closure and then got back to normal life. And here we are in the third year. During a visit on our show, Carabine says they have to invest in their staff, embrace their parent partnerships, and she needs student leadership. And that's why I uh, took a you know busloads full of kids just last week. It was 80 students and, and staff members to KDISD uh, to expose them to a student leadership conference because I need a student movement right now. I need the students to help us reclaim our schools and, and know you know reclaim what we know as teaching and learning. Carabine says the school district also needs the community support. The Brazos Valley Food Bank served more than 27,700 Brazos County residents between July of 2020 and June of 2021. Executive Director Teresa Mingapura expects that number to go up in the next annual report. There were a lot more uh, government assistance programs for people. So there was um, the tax credit for children, there was boosted and maximized SNAP benefits, um, and then there was a lot more unemployment opportunities. Mangapura says as we move past the pandemic, those government assistance programs also go away. I expect our numbers of people and our food distributed for the next annual report to, to be higher, unfortunately, because what we're seeing with less benefit opportunities coupled with the higher gas prices and the higher food. Um, There are longer lines at the uh, folks that we provide food to. The annual report showed increases in unique donors and pounds of food source, but a decrease in volunteer numbers from the year before. Mangapura says that's due to COVID safety protocols, which have now been lifted. You can help out the food bank this week by attending their fundraiser, Mingle for Meals. The event is tomorrow evening at the Hilton. Find more information at bvfb.org. DPS has identified the driver who died in a three-vehicle crash on Highway 30 south of College Station this weekend. According to DPS, 21-year-old Marissa Minor of Bryan was driving westbound when she attempted to pass another vehicle. Her car sideswiped a Jeep, causing her vehicle to go into a side skid. It was then struck by another vehicle. That driver and three minor passengers were transported to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The driver and a passenger in the Jeep were not injured. DPS continues to investigate the crash. A Bryan man pleads guilty to burglary of a habitation and is sentenced to 12 years in prison. According to the Brazos County District Attorney's Office, 44-year-old Celso Sefuentes III broke into a stranger's home in March of 2021. He circled the block until the victim left her home, then broke in and stole multiple items. Surveillance video showed Sefuentes' car. Bryan police found the stolen items in his car later that day. In 2009, he received probation for burglary of a habitation in Robertson County. His probation was revoked in 2016 when he committed another 
another burglary in Brazos County. Sefuentes also has convictions for aggravated robbery and assault family violence. WTAW news time is 836. It is 72 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Legacy Suites and Solutions. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945 WTAW. 838, let's do some weather. It's brought to you this morning by Malik Heating and Air together with Carrier. Keep your cool. When the temperatures rise, front of the line service, $0 diagnostic, and never an overtime charge for total protection plan members. Malik, feel the difference. Here are the numbers. Mostly sunny skies across the region today. Breezy with a high 75 to 80. Clear skies tonight with lighter winds. Cool, low in the middle 40s. Plenty of sunshine on Thursday. Breezy again, high in the middle 70s. Clear skies Thursday night, low in the middle 40s. And sunny, breezy, and mild again on Friday. High temperatures climbing into the middle 70s. I'm meteorologist Scott Kaplan, 1620-945, WTAW. So, of course, leave it to Clip Howard because he knows all things uh, having to do with uh, Hollywood and entertainment and that, that whole world. The Kardashians apparently have a new show coming out on Hulu. Oh, okay. Oh. And so this is probably to promote that. Sure, of course. And so that's the reason they're doing the uh, one-hour show on ABC tonight, mm. so that you'll know that there's another Kardashian show. That's, Excuse that, me if I don't watch it. Oh. <laughs> and see, I was going to ask the mayor. I may have stolen his thunder. He may have known all of this. but uh, He's but, got uh, important mayoring things yeah, to do. But, yeah. but, yeah. but Clip, uh, Clip Howard called to let us know. So now we, we have that so uh we were just talking about there are going to be a lot of people here in town but good morning thanks for being yeah, with us yeah. um, <laughs> by the way <laughs> yeah there, there, there are going to be a lot of people in town because it's family weekend and uh, we were discussing how there are folks who will not drive very well and I, i'm i'm sure that they've mentioned to the traffic Police, you know, remember that they're not from around here. And let's be nice. Let's not give them a souvenir other than a ticket. Why don't we just go ahead and have the George Bush Easter egg thing that that this same weekend? Sure, why not? Why I didn't. Not? I know? did not put the. Did you guys put this together? Did you guys, Zach, Chelsea? Did y'all realize this? That's this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, because our radio stations are involved I in know, it, right. Scott. It's, just, it's amazing. I know, but we didn't mention it as, as There's we a, were it, And it's not together. just that one. Like, yeah. Brian PD is having their Blue Bunny Easter breakfast. Yeah. Uh, there's something else called Egg City that's going on. Egg the City. Egg the City. Uh, yeah. The church, the church that I go to, I'll actually be emceeing that event. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, nice. Creek, so, yeah, yeah it's going to be a great just hodgepodge of stuff going on. It is, on. yeah. Just uh, just Uber everywhere would probably be the thing to do. Mm. Well, if you can find one. Easter egg hunts are typically in the mornings. Yeah, that's true. And so the sporting events and everything else that occur somewhere near there are going to be later in the afternoon. Yeah. And uh, at least you'll have flow in and out. And Boom. Uh, there you are. That's right. Lots of lots of traffic. So just stay away from <laughs> it if you need to. So uh, tell us what you, it's, it's another week before you have city council. Uh, but uh, there's there's always stuff that people need to know about that's going on. There right? is. There is. Uh, tonight, for example, from uh, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock, folks who are uh, interested in what's going on at the uh, Mabel Claire Thomas Park. Mm -hmm. uh, the plans for that can come over to uh, the uh, Bush 4141 room. That's the big room there on the uh, left-hand side as you come in. has a private entrance, so uh, folks don't have to worry about if the main doors are closed. Uh, they can still get in right there on the left. And uh, it's, it's a walkthrough. See what the proposed plans are, make comments. Uh, city staff will be there to gather their thoughts and, and, and move forward. What's the proposed timeline on that that, uh, that y'all would look at? Well, you know, first it's going to, uh, staff is going to take a look and say, well, are, 
is this what folks want? Is it not what they want? Is there more that they want? Uh, and then that will come to council. And so it, it'll be a few months yet before anything is really done, but it will be in stages. It'll have to be in stages. So I, next action in front of council might be during the early months of the summer. Is that yeah, kind of what you're thinking? At, at, I would say at the earliest. One of the things that we have to do is uh, we, we've got to take care of Perrier and uh, James Streets over there. Mm -hmm. um, those are just nasty they right are? now. And they have been for quite some time. Right. You know, there's no curbs. There's no sidewalks right there um, and the roads themselves are uh, uh, you don't want to go fast no uh, <laughs> you'll bottom out yeah, that's right yeah that's old time college station that's what all the streets used to look like yeah. you know not not the streets but the, the condition that you had no curbs or gutters right. or that well, kind especially of thing. where they intersect with, yeah. with the uh, other north south streets so but uh, that and then uh, there's a survey online right now for the fun for all park uh, taking a look at phase three the final phase, making sure we have the things that folks want. Um, you know, we're, we're really hoping, of course, that the, the folks that have been using it, particularly those for whom the park was intended, um, would come out there and say, hey, these are things we would like to see out there mm -hmm. as, as we bring that park to a completion. It was nice. I was on next door this morning, and there was a fellow there who was really uh, saying some very nice things ab about it and what it meant to his family. Um, you know, and then, uh, well, we already talked about the Easter egg hunt. And then finally, uh, our Citizens Bond uh, Advisory Committee uh, is, is just about wrapping up their work. And uh, they'll be sending on their recommendations to city council. We talked about that on the air the last time I was mm -hmm. here uh, with the capital improvement projects that they say are uh, really of their best uh, in their best interest and uh, they'll have them ranked as well. So we're discussing today about uh, the Congress is looking at dumping some more money, COVID money out there, but approximately how much money is still in the pipeline and do you know how that is going to be dispersed for your city? Well, that's just it. It seems that almost every week uh, our dear folks at the federal level uh, change the rules a little bit. Uh, we're still waiting for that latter half of, of the money to come in. And uh, so as we sit here and wait for that, um, we're also looking at what the rules say, but holding our breath, knowing that the rules could change. Mm -hmm. I mean, just this morning I was reading where uh, the Republicans and Democrats on Capitol Hill in D.C. Are, are just bickering back and forth about a variety of things. And uh, some of that involves uh, any of the COVID funds. So... Um, and if you misspend it, you have to pay it back. That's just it. Yeah. That's just it. And and you don't want to do that when you're talking millions of dollars. Yeah, right. So uh, we'll be we'll be carefully watching that. We have some ideas of things we would like to do, but we we basically have to sit with our hands under our backsides right now and until we actually know what the final say is going to be. A little bit from a strategic standpoint, has there been any discussion? Because I have no idea what kind of length you have on your utility contracts. But with the cost of energy generation possibly going up because of the, what you know, oil is back up to to near a hundred dollars a barrel or right, right around there, natural gas is going to become a little bit more valuable a commodity. Do we have any idea when there might be some? Could there be some sort of a fuel, a, a fuel surcharge that could show up on utility bills? Has there been any discussion that you're aware of? Right now, we have not had that discussion, and that is not in our plans. Um, our plan is to try to hold our utility bills as best as we possibly can to what they are now. Uh, we realize that folks are hurting in a lot of other ways. Uh, you know, talking about fuel, go, just go to the gas pump to f fill up your vehicle. Um, you know, food. I mean, when, when, when you're talking 8% 
I mean, I think it, was, it came out 7.9 earlier right, 8%, this week. 8%, yeah. Yeah, so 8% for all practical purposes. When you're talking 8% inflation, and you know, folks, uh, I think, uh, you know, many businesses last year operated on a 3% raise, if they gave raises at all. Uh, it just doesn't ke keep up. So we're, we're trying to do our due diligence in keeping everything as close to what it has been as possible uh, and not increase. Well, here's your lucky day. You happen to be the mayor in this week, so I'll get to roll this one out and, and see how you feel about it. Okay, so you're right. In every corner, every place we see, something is going up for some reason. Supply chain, just inflation, whatever. This is a city council that is looking at fees all the time. Mm. Does this cause to does this develop a chilling effect on as much as we would like to maybe put a new fee in or increase a fee? We understand what is going on with our citizenry. I, I think it causes us to pause, um, um, you know, in all kinds of fees um, to say, all right, what is it that we need to do to be able to maintain the quality of services that we have? Is there a way that we can reduce maybe some of those services and thereby not? I mean, yeah, I'm talking about gas. I mean, we're, we're going to get we're going to get a huge uptick on our budget uh, because of gas prices. Uh, it's when, when you're dealing with hundreds of vehicles, it's it's got to happen. Um, and so we know firsthand exactly what it's what's happening out there. So we are going to have to stop and say, wait a minute, is, is this the time not to go and make increases? Should we wait, see how the economy rebounds uh, and then move forward? Uh, there's so much uncertainty, just not not here in the U.S. I mean, we know that there are things going on in the world right now that could have a dramatic impact on us uh, for quite some time. Well, you know, you come back around to your bond, your citizen bond meeting. This about yeah. to be their last meeting. What what was the attitude the first night that they got together to talk? And here we are, X number of days or weeks later. You know, again, a chilling effect when you right. say truly essential needs here. Well, and I think it's important to remember, too, anytime you go to a bond election, all right, that once that election occurs, let's say it, it all passes, all right, you don't have to spend that money right away. Good example, the library. All right, library, uh, the bond money was first approved back in 2008. All right, we didn't change, we didn't do the renovations to the library for almost 10 years later. All right. And in some ways, thank goodness we didn't. Could you imagine back in 2008, if we jumped ahead and did the renovations then, we would have had shelves and shelves of books and books and books. 2018, hmm, not as many shelves, more computers, more technology, greater access that way, more open space sitting so people can just bring in their own portable devices and access the internet through there. Uh, Sometimes taking the pause, I think, is in the best interest of everyone. But I can go back and argue with you, yeah, but look how much more we could have bought for that at that time. So, but, but, but it's a, I mean, that's it. It's a, it's a healthy discussion yeah. about money that sits there and allocating money in a time when we're, if we're looking at 8% inflation and how long will that go, it, sure. it has to change our attitude. Sure, so my, counter, my counter to your argument would be look at the interest rate that we and how we save money. That too. It's what we, what we got to talk about. Hey, yep. thanks for the time hey, this morning. Glad to do it. You bet. Visit with the mayors on Wednesday. Hey, about eight minutes till again. Uh, see, now the sun's out. Well, you guys can't see. The yeah, sun's out now after we had a low cloud deck this morning. And again, it's going to warm up, but then the winds are going to come blowing through here pretty soon, I think. I'll have to, I don't know, we might check.
check. Chelsea, can you see where the which direction when the winds come? Yeah, because we're gonna because they're gonna pick up to about thirty miles an hour this afternoon. Oh, they're coming. They should be shifting around. They were shifting out of the west a little while ago. Anyway, loading. Yeah, still out of the west, about nine miles an hour. All right. So anyway, but by three o'clock this afternoon, you can fly a kite out there if you want to. Woohoo! McDonald's is bringing back spicy chicken McNuggets. Oh, don't ask what's in them. Rid of them. Yeah, right, exactly. Don't yeah. ask what's in them, just eat them. Um, but not every place is going to have them. Oh. It's kind of be a limited time right now. 6,900 stores, it says, will have them. I uh, liked them. They first unveiled them in 2020. Um, that was the first new McNugget flavor in U.S. America since it was introduced back in 1983. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever had a flavor. It's yeah. just been the original. No, yeah. spicy, spicy is legit. It's actually I bet. Know, a, little, oh, yeah. a little spicy. Well, again, that's, that's what. Kind of what people want nowadays. They Give really do. Bite. Yeah, I went to a, a chicken place the other day, and they had spicy tenders, which were, I just, I hadn't been in a long time. Uh-huh. Didn't realize they had added those to their menu, and uh, they were awesome. Well, and again, that's, that's uh, I think as we have more bland food, look, <laughs> look, here's the deal. If we're going to start eating plant food for chicken yeah. and, and beef, oh, you oh. better do something for it. Okay, so I have a package. What? Oh, yeah. What? You didn't but, tell us. No, you're right, I didn't. Um, <laughs> but we also have another flavor. This is the original. Uh-huh. We also have a spicy version coming in in about a few days, maybe early next week. Okay. So the idea was maybe we should wait until we have both. All right, that's Uh, good. uh, uh, But I do have a pack of the original Ultimate Plant-Based Jerky. Okay, that sounds, we'll really nastily look forward to that. Thank you, Elisa, Yes, thank you, Elisa. Hey, what's up, caller? I was just going to let you know I'm on 21, and all the flags are stretched out tight with the wind from the north. Ooh, all right. Tight there flag. you go. It might be here way. already. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Okay. We so start there. feeling the buildings start to sway, then yeah, I guess we'll Yeah, that'll be, uh, be fun. This is weird. Police in Washington, D.C. have captured a fox after receiving multiple reports of people being attacked or bitten on the U.S. Capitol ground. Oh! oh. Feisty <laughs> fox. Yes, Amy Barra. Confirmed to CBS News, that's a representative, Amy's a representative, uh, that he had been attacked by a fox while walking outside the Capitol building. You think him and Major were big buddies, like the fox and the hound? Oh, interesting. It was this fox and Major running around biting people? So the representative said he was walking outside the Russell Senate office building when something came up behind him, totally unprovoked, (laughs) and attacked the back of his leg. Oh, that's where Coda goes Did he get checked for rabies? Uh, That's where he No, and and foxes especially. Yeah, that's it. He he went to the the Capitol doctor, and uh, and Barra is also a physician. But he decided to start a course of uh, rabies. It, well, shot. and it is it is bizarre because he is uh, it, unprovoked. Yes, and that's right. That, he that's or the she, other, I right, should say, is unprovoked. Yeah. And, and so now they're thinking that maybe there's a a uh, a fox den somewhere yes. on the Capitol yeah. grounds Mama's protecting the babies. And if that's the case, then mm. uh, you're going to have to do something about that. But so, there was only one report. One. Oh, so we'll oh so okay. It's not I like it's yeah. just out there assaulting everyone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just this one He's not a serial guy. fox. And I, don't know guy, what, and I don't know what time it was either. Yeah. I don't know what time of day. Sure. Or and like who that. does this guy work for again? No, he's a congressman. Congressman. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. California. So the four-day week seems like it has been uh, coming around any day now for years, right? We've right. always talked about it. Well, for about 3,000 employees in the U.K., it soon will be reality, at least for a six-month period. Sixty companies in the U.K. and organizations have signed up 
on the biggest ever four-day week trial, which will start in June and end in January of 2023. Researchers are going to look into this. The researchers will look, they're going to work with each organization Mm -hmm. to measure the impact of the reduced hours of productivity and the well-being of the workers, as well as the impact on the environment and gender equality. What does that have to do with this? Yeah. What does working four days, whatever. Okay. Anyway. So. Employees in the study are expected to follow what's called the 100 by 80 by 100 model. Okay. 100% of the pay for 80% of the time in exchange for a commitment to maintain at least 100% productivity. Okay. Okay. As long as you get your job done. Sure. Previous largest study of this kind took place in Reykjavik, the capital of Iceland. More than 2,500 workers were involved in that trial. It was hailed as an overwhelming success with workers reporting being less stressed, reduced risk of burnout, and there are no negative effects on productivity or services. Now, I will say something that I've heard of that sounded pretty cool is people working nine-hour days and getting every other Friday off. Yeah, we mm-hmm. have that. Yeah, which would be pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. That, I had I had a friend who, who had that schedule, and, and yeah, she absolutely loved it. Well, these trials that they ran in Iceland were in 2015 and 2016, okay. and, and, and it led to a change in the country. Last year, 86% of the workers in Iceland were either working shorter weeks or had contracts that would enable them to reduce their hours. Now, with a government, I mean, like, let's say that you work in the, I don't know, the permit department. Uh Okay, so you're not there, but will there be somebody in the permit department or is the permit department closed? You see, I mean, the kind of business it is going to have a lot to do with that. Right, and that's, yeah, is is your entire company going to be on the same schedule or will it kind of have that overlap situation where some people may be working Monday through Thursday or others working Tuesday through Friday? Or you you transition from one department to another on a certain day to fill in for all those things and again i guess if they can work that out that's fine yeah but well well starting april 1 there are 35 companies in the u.s and canada also joining this pilot program run by four day week global uh one of those businesses is kickstarter which is a crowdfunding platform right uh they're trying out the four day week they're going to do it for six months before reevaluating how it it works for their company okay so Mm -hmm. i was wondering you know they get these days off what do people in iceland do in their free time (sighs) more of what they do drink i drink a lot it says ice walking, ice climbing, snowmobiling, and sailing on glacier lagoons. That Sorry, sounds fun. And unique okay. activities. Definitely it, need three days to get that done. But it's not weekend. like you take your dog to the park and enjoy the sunshine all the time. But that's right? it. Traveling, it, this allows you to travel to some place to do something. That's I, I would true, too, without having to take a ton of vacation time. Right. And mm-hmm. if you do that that way, yeah, you're not having to do your, your PTO or your vacation. Right. You could go ahead and yeah. make that happen. I can see where that could make you come back and feel pretty good. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I had my friend, she got every other Friday off, so it wasn't every single week. Uh, and she did have to fill those hours, though, which this is, that's that's not what this is asking. So, Wait, uh, and like yeah. I said, she really enjoyed it because, yeah, the, she could kind of base her trips and her vacation on those three-day weekends and therefore not have to take that extra day uh, or be gone away from work. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely popular in certain industries. So, so we'll see. while you're driving your vehicle, on low fuel or an empty tank can damage your ride or even lead to a crash. It's still nice to know how far you could go 
when that little empty light comes on. Oh, you right? got to test it. Most manufacturers of the automobiles uh, build in about a gallon of reserve fuel beyond the empty line. Okay. But if your daily commute is only a handful of round-trip miles, then, then some cars could go days with the, quote, empty. Mm. You can see how far your car will go when it's out of gas at tankonempty.com. Oh, Go to okay. tankonempty.com, that website. We may mention this tomorrow for all those people who are going to run out of gas. Now, yeah. if, if mine doesn't work, if it's not right, can I sue them? Uh, hey, man, you know, if you can Just find saying. an attorney, he'll do it, but go to tankonempty.com. <laughs> that may be the most useful thing you got today. And we're back tomorrow. Right, <laughs> Broadcasting Station, WTAW, College Station, Brian.